you how I'm doing? Not well, bitch. I need to start drinking alcohol. Give me one of those bottles. Baby, I'm only judging what you give me. She peed my bed. Oh, God, I'm too slow again. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo, 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 bravo. I'm out. Okay. Um, so, hi, and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. Also known as BBFB, I'm your host, Lauren Holloway. And I'm your host, Sarah Boyle. Hey, Lauren. Hi, Sarah. It has been a exciting week. And this week, we are tackling an exciting topic, and that is scammers yes um much like many of the grifters uh of the past um where we're really tying it all together with a nice bow here with jen shaw who in her first season manages to cover an entire 10th season arc you gotta love it love to see it yep so of course you know we we dove deep on jen shaw and her giant telemarketing scam last week. But as journalists, we are still on the beat. There are new updates. So we will definitely be covering that. But yeah, we're going to talk about the deep lineage within Housewives of grifters, of scammers, of liars. We're covering it all. There is an absurd amount of fraud that happens. <laughs> Um, and the list is long, so, uh, yeah. I'm sure you're all thinking of like you, everyone has a favorite, um, have them in mind for later. Um, but first let's start off with some hot topics. Okay. I just read today that Sutton managed to get herself a diamond this year. Yeah. And last season she was originally supposed to hold a diamond and she was downgraded to a friend of, and we were told you know, it was because her husband didn't want her to reveal much about her life. So who knows what's changed with that? I mean, maybe she's worked out her divorce. Um, well, I think if there's like, there's a lot of housewives that don't have to necessarily show their families, their kids. We never met Sonia's yeah. daughter. We never met Brandy Glanville's children. Um, and I think it's like a weird double standard. Like maybe they didn't think that Sutton would be everything that she turned out to be like, cause for me, I, I thought she had like a kind of weak beginnings, but by the end I fucking loved Sutton. So I'm really excited to see her, but I feel like they use that as like a, a crutch. Yeah. That, that was a lie. I yeah. think like, like with so many friend, friend ofs, they start off as potential new housewives and then they are duds. But like you said, by the end of last season, Sutton generated a lot of, you know, goodwill, I think. And yeah, I don't care about your fucking kids. Like I don't, I don't need to see the kids no. unless, unless they are, you know, funny, unless we have a Melania on our hands, which I don't, I don't imagine Sutton's kids are stars. No offense. Um, wait, just while we're on that topic, um, Andy tweeted this week that he needed people to send in questions for this like he listed out a bunch of famous housewives kids 
Um, the list is awesome, but it also is missing some important key players. If you ask me, let me just. And it's a very long list. So if it's not comprehensive, that is an issue. Yep. Um, there were like 10 kids on that list. Maybe even more. And I actually heard that a, a couple um, of the housewives were like butthurt that their kids weren't asked to be amongst this group. But um, we have Brielle Bierman, Riley Barras, Frankie Catania, um, Brianna Culberson, Gia Judice, Shane Keough, Victoria De Lesseps, Albie and Chris Manzo, Brooks Marks, Noelle Robinson, Avery Singer, and Kyra Whitfield. Wow. So it's really a, a good list. And I kind of want to put all these kids into one house and record it. Yeah. Like summer house kids edition, even um, though to be clear, all of these people are of age. Um, well, yeah. I, I like Porsche is probably not there. Like I'm surprised not to see any, any of the. Yeah. What's it's all. Last name? <laughs> It's all, it's all legal consenting adults. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like Umansky. Like there's some missing people here. Like we don't have any, where are Rinna's kids too big for this, too famous for this now? Yeah. I think they're trying. Yeah. They're trying to separate for sure. I don't want Avery Singer to be there. I don't either. I wish it was. I wish it was in person because I feel like we would get some like hookups, some love connections. But I would love that, even though we all we already kind of know that Gia um, and Frankie have already had a little thing. Right. They went to prom together. I don't know if anything ever went down, but I mean, Frihis, so hot. So I certainly wouldn't blame her. How old is he? I don't know. He w- he was of yeah that was kind of weird he was already in college and he took her to prom I think he was like twenty and she was eighteen but I'm also making that up entirely like I'm pulling that out <laughs> of thin air right speculation entirely I love to speculate um so New Jersey was just on earlier tonight um so we actually got to hear. Gia speak about no no. Yeah, we both are, you know, kind of in a vulnerable emotional place. We just watched the newest episode of New Jersey. And yeah, it capped off with a very emotional, it was such a jarring plan. First of all, as a viewer, I was like, okay, we're like getting drunk, we're riding jet skis, but then we're gonna commemorate a death. Um, come come sundown and so I was just like okay I gotta prepare myself for that um and even I think it was Melissa was like we're gonna get our drink on later and was like okay I mean it's a celebration of life um I mean I guess they already had a funeral so it's not like it was you know it was meant to be a party yeah no you're right it's just as a viewer I was like okay get ready to like be upset See, about no, no. I know. like smash cut to like I know yeah a, a montage of no no hugging you know all the children and oh it was God. really sad it was when, really sad when Gia said that they were best friends and then it had, like was just cut to every hug that we've ever seen of the two of them on screen I I I, I wept I did I was just like I had a little tear and I was like no no like 
You guys, like the octopus at like six o'clock in the morning, the little sips of hot sauce all over the house, the way he'd say, I cry inside. Like, are you kidding me? I love him. He is the Italian grandfather I never had. Um, And he loved his family a lot. Yeah. You're my father. Like, come on. Come on. I know. It was so interesting. My neighbors probably hate me. (laughs) (laughs) My father. Um, It was so interesting. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I just want to say, yeah, Nono was an icon. My favorite Nono moment ever was, yeah, him steaming a whole octopus in a giant pot at 6 a.m., and opening the fridge and chugging a little hot sauce yeah. while doing it. Just brilliant. Um, but yeah, I think it was so interesting that like his presence loomed very large over the episode in ways that I'm just understanding now. Like Joe was grappling with and talking about like, you know, I saw the way that my father, you know, conducted his relationship and you know it was a very traditional like the uh-huh. wife stays at home relationship very connected to each other very you know spent all their time together and he was yeah he was kind of freaking out about like that's what I want and Melissa in a in a way that I fully understand and um, empathize with was like, I'm growing and changing and I am a businesswoman and I have my own life. And he was like, no, this is how my dad used to do it. And my mom. Interesting. It was, it was, I was really happy to see that she was like, yeah, I'm not the 24 year old girl. Um, I thought that was, that really just kind of said it all. Like she's 40, like, right. As of last season. So um, like she's a woman and she, Joe wouldn't have a lot of these successes without her successes. And I hope he doesn't forget that, you know? I think think he's angry about that. I know, but like he wouldn't have had Grow with Gorga if it wasn't for her. Speaking of a scam. (laughs) Speaking of a scam. I didn't even write that. That one's on my list. Like that's how many scams are happening here, people. Um, But he wouldn't have that without, you know, her fame to begin with. So, like, it's only helped him. I know, I know why he's upset. Everyone yeah. can see it. Melissa can see it. He just needs to get over it. Like, he married yeah. a more modern woman. He, yeah, he resents that she is more successful yeah. than him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he needs, can't hang. He needs to get with the fucking program. He really does. And I feel like we're all, we also are always kind of watching him grow, though. Like he might, Joe. Yeah, Joey Corga. Like, I mean, I have a soft spot for him, as you know, but I just feel like we always are kind of watching this. Like, he he has been kind of sucking it up and being supportive of Melissa, and I don't want him to have to suck it up. That's probably the difference. But I feel like in a moment like this, this is where he's like, hopefully, gonna just take it and grow from it, and like, just be a better person (laughs) yeah we need to grow with gorga at like a faster rate yeah because i feel like they've been locked in this dynamic for a couple seasons (laughs) aka years in in reality talk um 
This beats her pregnancy plot line, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, her attempt every season at being like, maybe I'm pregnant. Like, no, you're not. And that's the thing. The, like, we rarely see her be this real. Like, I really did enjoy seeing her yeah, fight, fight with him on camera in front of their castmates. Yeah. Um, and she really was saying how she feels, which makes me a little worried that if she would do that, she might already be on her way out and trying to set up, just set up the story. To be clear, I, I support her. Um, but yeah, I mean, we haven't seen this level of transparency from the Gorgas. No, we have not. Uh, um, I feel like we've, we have from Joe, but we have not from Melissa. Yeah. Um, and of course, Teresa just being like, you got into a fight? What was it about? And her being like, I, I don't show him enough like affection or whatever. And Teresa was like, so show him more. Like they're just ridiculous flowers again, in the attic siblings. Yeah. Again, Teresa wants to fuck Joe. I know. It's, it's She's really like, yeah, you should have sex there. with him all the time whenever he wants. <laughs> That's what I want too. We're the same way. Ha ha ha. We're both really touchy peely. Ha ha ha. It's a joke. Like, ha ha. She said that again this episode. Like I can't with Teresa sometimes. But also, she's like pineapple juice. I know. And did you, did she you have a fucking grip? And did you clock the tagline this week where she she yeah. says growing yeah. never tasted, tasted so, so good or whatever? That actually is bone chilling to me. <laughs> um, I really am so into how tan and beautiful everyone is, though. I'm like, oh, I want to be that tan. Like, I everyone's was, legs I look was, so good. I was thinking, wow, look at all of this like full spectrum of sunburns especially you know when they went to dinner and it was like the women sit together and the men sit together <laughs> yeah the, the, the men's table was like a full spectrum of like yeah that sure was sunburn frankie i mean frank catania mm -hmm. he's always just so red he's a red human that's just reality is it the liquor and the roids i guess he's just like a good time red faced oh yeah and we'll get person. to him later too Ooh. Dun dun dun! Yeah, man. Um, okay, wait. We have to move on from New Jersey, though. It it's really it's we been have carrying Bravo the last few weeks. New I look forward to New Jersey. Actually, I look forward to New Jersey and Summer House most every week these days. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> I'll mark that down in my cow. Yes, please. Um, okay, Dallas was kind of yet again unremarkable i still like tiffany um i thought this episode was kind of nice but like i think the bottom line is is that carrie sucks and she made that poor man feel bad about himself and when stephanie got upset about it she wasn't upset that she hurt that man's feelings she was upset that she hurt stephanie's feelings and that's ridiculous yeah yeah, I mean, it was really interesting. Like, obviously, I agree with Carrie. Like, I don't personally like hunting. Um, and we're talking about the scene. Ren, this episode. I was asking you to go hunting. Totally. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we're just quickly, this episode was so boring, but we're talking about the scene where Stephanie invites a Bigfoot hunter and expert to come talk to the ladies and lead them on a hunt to find Bigfoot. Um, 
in, you know, the small patch of trees next to their rented cabin. <laughs> That's where they're going to find Bigfoot. That's where he hangs out. That's just where the first sighting is going to be there. In Oklahoma. Um, in that quarter of an acre. But yeah, so Carrie really, and you know, it's a guy that looks kind of like a Duck Dynasty guy. He's got a giant beard. You know, he's a hunter. Um, and Carrie, you know, goes after him for hunting animals. Um, but then she says things like, I bet you have a tiny penis. I know. And like, like she makes tiny dick jokes a couple times. And it was like, wow, this is like the perfect like inverse of like if we lived in like a toxic matriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's actually such a great way yeah like all the terrible women that like it's so funny like obviously we don't live in that world and we probably never will to see what the toxicity would look like Mm -hmm. um but yeah she literally was like making fun of this guy for having a tiny dick and she had just met him and he was like sorry I I just was hired to like walk you around and talk about Bigfoot I know it's just like she was so mean. She's so she really goes for the jugular. Like she's just she's a mean girl. And in any other franchise, I feel like she'd be the villain, like an obvious villain. But I don't know how these girls have been like, you're one of us. But yeah. because I mean, maybe the relationships so, just like are also fake and not really there. And they're all betas, so. I mean, the value system on this franchise is just so off. Like, the episode starts with Deandra apologizing for, like, speaking to the press and saying, yes, we are going to acknowledge the racism in our cast. And that was – they all attacked her for that being problematic. I know. It's like, what else should she have said? That is the truth. That is the right thing to do. Um, I know there, there it's, it's really, I, I don't have anything. I have no comment. Like I'm just, it's been pretty bad. Like fun enough to watch when they're going fishing and like, they're like seeing their like cute, stupid outfits, but I don't know. Yeah. Really do it for me this week. It was interesting to see, um, Well, first, just to close the loop on Carrie, yeah, it was so interesting. Like, I mean, she was lost in the sauce. She was drunk. You know, she was not present when she was like, you have a tiny penis because you hunt animals. Um, But yeah, yeah, it was interesting to see, like, she was like, oh, Stephanie spoke up and she never speaks up. So this must be important. That's what she was reacting to. Yeah. Well, no, I know, but that's also what was just, that's what, I don't know. I just like, the, that's the fact that that's what she felt bad about was like, it's just not the right thing. And that makes yeah. me hate her that much more. Yeah. But, well, it looks, yeah. it looks like next week they surprise Carrie and bring the hunter guy back so that she can apologize in person. Oh. <laughs> and she probably gets pissed about that. Yeah, she probably does. Actually, I don't know if Stephanie's asking her to do it. It's such a, there's such a weird dynamic with everyone. Cause I think everyone knows that like, 
you have to be friends with Stephanie because she's like fan yeah. favorite. It's all like power and, play, like yeah, and like the nice one, which is is also kind of happening on Atlanta right now, power play wise, with what's going on with like Kenya, Portia, and Marlo. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's hop into Atlanta. <sighs> women the like the dynamics between women friends is fucking incredible and that's why this show is as brilliant as it is, but yeah. Watching people who used to hate each other like Jackie and Teresa tonight like kind of like chit-chatting at dinner. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I know. Well, like so, you know, that's it's the same thing with like Kenya and Marlo. I don't know what to do with this friendship. I know Portia doesn't either. Um, so what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like a detente between two, you know, warring factions. I think Marlo and Kenya are both, um, yeah, it's, I think it, they're both uh, choosing to align themselves with each other out of pure strategy. And I think when it comes to strategy, Marlo will be outwitted by Kenya. She is the chess master, to borrow a metaphor from Beverly Hills. She is Bobby Fischer. Um, yes. Yeah, but again, I, I think people also know that Portia is the favorite because she is the best. Um, and so Marlo was upset that Portia was kind of letting her go because she was aligning with Kenya. It was very much like you have to pick a side, which that's, uh, it's not my favorite trope, you know, in life or in housewives where it's like, because you're friends with this person, you can't be friends with me. Um, even though I've totally gotten butt hurt about somebody like being friends with someone that I feel hurt by. <laughs> Same, but like, it's, it's just not, not interesting to watch. It's not interesting to watch. And I, I'm not okay when that happens to me because like, oh, my parents are already fucking divorced. Like you can't tell me what to do, you know? Um, yeah. But still trying to make it loyal, I guess. But yeah, I, 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 I'm not about that. So I don't think it was for, fair of Portia to ask that. I just think that like Marlo, I don't think Marlo is going into anything with her eyes closed. Like it's Marlo. She's been around the block once or twice. Yeah. So if it's to keep the peace with Kenya and have not things like things not be terrible, you know, when they're all in groups, like it's so much easier to love. They're getting old. I'm sure they're like, whatever, like you're That's good true. with me. Yeah. And, and Marlo, as a friend of, will, Marlo will outlast any cast member. She has seen them come and go. She'll never get a peach, but she will always have her friend of spot. I think so. Um, I would love for her to be involved in whatever um, all-star situation they, they end up doing. I actually heard that um, Luann and Rina were both seen at a hotel in Antigua. Yeah, I think they're already filming it, right? I mean, if Rinna and Luann are just hanging out otherwise, like they're definitely two all-stars, I would want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they sprinkle in some friends of. 
Friends of are important. I feel like Marlo walking in would just be like, every, like everyone knows and loves Marlo. So yeah, I hope it's like Bachelor. I hope it's like Bachelor in Paradise, where like a new person gets dropped in on the beach. You see them walking down. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> and all the ladies are like, "Oh my God, that person's here now." I hope oh. you know someone's. If Sonia's there, someone's having sex. So. Absolutely, but I really need Ramona to be there and not remember anyone's names, and then for everyone to get really pissed at Ramona and for her to be like. I don't yeah. remember names. Like, oh my God, she is so bad. And so many housewives have been butthurt before about the way she's treated them. Yeah, I think Ramona has the most beef just like with people from other casts because Vicky, she's an asshole. She's an asshole. And she, she truly doesn't remember people's names. They played a game with her when she was on Watch What Happens Live where they had, they were like, name this celebrity. Like, and it was all pictures of people that she had pictures with. And the only one that she got right, she was like, oh, that's Jax. And Andy was like, <laughs> you don't say. Because <laughs> you fucked. <laughs> yeah. It was actually really funny. That's, um, so anyway, Marlo, I hope she gets there. Okay. So I think that is it for Hot Topics today, even though we have some more Jen Shaw updates. So technically... Um, there's still more to come, but first we're going to have a little wine break. So run to the bathroom like us. BRB fuckers. BRB. Welcome back, fuckers. All right. So let's start out our deep dive into grifters, scammers, and lying icons into talking about Jen Shaw and the latest updates on her telemarketing scam um so andy finally commented on it this week which i was good i mean he was on spring break it was probably for the best that he for him like just not to be able to have like a direct response when it first happened so it's kind of aired out a little bit and he basically was kind of just like whoa yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. They, they're really smart about how they distance themselves from their stars when they yeah, fuck up. And they fuck up all the time. And, you know, they hold up these people as stars. But then when they do something wrong, it's like, oh, we didn't know. Well, so I- Jen's going to be filmed. Like, we're going to, we're going to, she's going back to filming right now, which is just kind of, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am thrilled. But how good can this be for her case? You know, like, or is she, is that the, the statement she's making about how innocent she is? Because she did plead innocent this week, as did wow. two chains. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about guilty people. They can be so deluded and just like walk around thinking like if I just act innocent it's gonna mean something um but yeah no I mean but yeah I think it is important you know like a lot of people become embroiled in the legal system and I want to yeah I want to see how how it goes I want to I want to ride on the journey with her um for better or worse um, I can't stop thinking about that meme of Elle Woods in law school and it saying me getting ready for like the next season of Beverly Hills 
and Salt Lake, which is just so true. Like we have to all be so on our game as far yeah. as as fraud and um whatever else has been happening with money laundering, embezzlement. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's we have some serious like I hear that's a big point of the next season of Beverly Hills. I thought we were gonna get a trailer today. We didn't. I'm mad about it. But like apparently we're gonna really be getting into Erica Jane Girardi. It should make like I think it'll make good. for a good season, but like it better deliver. That's all I'm gonna say. You know? Yeah. They're hanging on and, by a thread. And they better actually I mean Beverly Hills is such an example of, we've talked about it before, like these rich white ladies thinking that they can be held to a different standard than our hardworking ladies of the other cities. Oh, And right? it's not okay. You got to show us your shit. I don't care if you live in a mansion. I really don't. I mean, did you see photos of Jen's real house came out? Oh, the show. Oh, no. I just saw that. No. What would it look like? Well, because we already knew we were on the beat. We knew that the Shaw Chalet was rented, yeah. you know, $9,000. People were scandalized by that this week. I was yeah. like, uh, old news, guys. Old news. $9,000 yeah. $9, a month, that chalet to rent. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. FYI, fun fact. But yeah, so photos came out of their... Um, the house that they lived in, I think it was also rented. Um, I think her team, oh, yeah, her, yeah. her legal team said, you know, she doesn't own any, any real yeah. property. Heard that. Yeah. But so, yeah, the house that they rented, you know, small, looks like your average house had really small windows, you know, oh, it, I'm going to have was, to go look for it. It wasn't even like charming and quaint. It was just kind of like a, the article called it dilapidated, which I don't want to, sh I don't want to shame a house. That's you know? so me. Yeah. It called okay. it, it called it dilapidated. Oh, that is so mean. But also like Jen, stop with the shiny fake facade, man. She's been reposting all this shit on her Instagram from her fans and from like, um, but like the next day she was posted, like her getting her hair done, like she's just going about her life. She should be trying to like relatively low, but I'm also kind of just like living for how like stupid she's playing this card or maybe it's brilliant. I don't know. I think plenty of like narcissists have thought that acting innocent was enough and it's not. Unless you're OJ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, Jen is reposting, you know, now there's people posting free Jen Shaw and she reposts every instance of that. Um, and it feels a little- upload our podcast to her and say free Jen Shaw and have her share an episode <laughs> of our podcast. This yeah, episode- Right. Maybe that's how we get on the map. We hashtag free Jen Shaw. We could put it in white, you know, on a white background so nobody sees, but she gets alerted. <laughs> yes. Yes. Free or just Jen like Shaw. tiny, tiny font in the corner because, you know, I don't, uh, 
I, I don't know. necessarily want to align myself with the movement. I mean, I don't want anyone to go to jail, but. Well, like, what's a Jen Shaw stand? Like, what does that look like? I know. You know? I mean, yeah. I think this brings up such a, like, interesting entry point into, you know, the giant pool of scammers and frauds that have mm-hmm. inhabited the housewives universe. Like performative wealth is, you know, she was right. That is how you get on the show. Like that kind of is how you have to be. Um, She took it to a really extreme level with her chalet Mm -hmm. and her $40,000 parties and like, you know, throwing like a shoe buying appointment at Heather when they were fighting. Um, well, I remember when the first, the one she threw the Christmas part, no, Meredith's birthday party on Lisa's actual birthday. Um, with that and her emptying out her whole house to throw a party, it's like, oh, it, everything was rented. Like, that makes a lot of sense. But we, we, but we knew it anyway. Like, it, it, all the furniture and all those houses, none of it felt like a home. None of those houses felt like homes, except for Mary's. But that was also just because she was like a hoarder of designer fashion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, let's just say like clearly Meredith's home was rented. There wasn't even like a salt shaker in the kitchen. I Um, also can see that being her aesthetic, but I also think it was rented. (laughs) It was clearly, I think a lot of them were renting homes. Um just to film the show. Um, and is that like, do I care about that? No. Um, nope. you know, I have said, like, I don't care where you live the rest of the year, just show up to work and and be good at your job. Um totally. I'm not the IRS, I'm not the feds. I don't need to know your legal address. But telemarketing scams that take advantage of elderly people that is a problem (laughs) yeah she was the one who ended up fucking over grandfathers (laughs) oh my god you're so right right yeah like oh my god jen the ultimate grandfather fucker was not married all this whole time it was jen it was jen and Um, she could have fucked up fucked up fucked over your grandfather or mine no. i mean they're they're both dead but yeah yeah who knows whose grandfather fell into her clutches definitely looking forward to seeing how this all plays out like how were you not involved you know like how how can you plead guilty like to this so we'll see and you guys we will be on top of the story so stay tuned in the weeks to come i think yeah. they're really going back until october i think is it they're really not revisiting the case until the fall now yeah so she gets the summer to party oh my god it might it might overlap when we are doing our investigative journalism weekend in salt lake city <gasps> oh my god oh my god maybe Maybe. We will be boots on the ground if that is the case. We will be, insert our own reference for this podcast. Oh, yeah, I guess that's very specifically not ours. Cut that out. Cut that out. We will 
take the baby bar before then so that we can truly be abreast of what's happening. We probably both should just go to law school. I think that's the only way to approach this coming season of this. And so, so let's, let's move on to some other scammers. We can always come back to Jen because plenty of ways to reference her. Um, Can we split a degree? Let's do that. Oh my God. Should we make up like a fake person to... Let's go halfsies. That would be awesome if we could do that. Which half do you want? (laughs) No. Okay. Torts. No, we're moving on. I only know what torts are from when Kim Kardashian (laughs) took the baby bar. I'll cover torts and you can cover crim law. Okay. Okay, moving on. You were doing a good job of moving us on. Moving on. Okay. (laughs) The OG, well, they're not really the OG fraud people here, but just the Judices. So there was that meme that that Jen um, had said a while ago that when Teresa was flipping the table, like, Teresa walked so I could run. And man, that has come back to bite her in the ass the last couple of weeks. And you can't help, like, Teresa served time in prison for Joe and, and her husband who served even more time than obviously banned from our country um, and shows zero remorse whatsoever. Like if anything, like that, what they took away was like, they should have lied. They shouldn't have been honest. Um, and yeah. anyway, just like, you gotta love it. Teresa, the first felon that Bravo was willing to stick by. Stand by their man, um, and we may we might have something similar with with Jen Shaw. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I think with Teresa, she's really been able to spin the narrative and make it a a yeah a stand by your man yeah. sort of thing, where it's like she was ignorant, she didn't know what was going on, she just signed the papers. Yeah, I th- I think honestly Teresa walks so Erica Jane could run, because she's Oof. gonna run that same storyline and say I was a supportive wife. I don't know much about the law. Like I just signed the papers he put in front of me. I got taken advantage of. Um, I'm so looking forward to her testimonials this season. Like, yeah, explaining all of that to the best but- of her ability. But I think that is a storyline that people can empathize with mm-hmm. a lot more than say Jen is clearly, you know, she was the driver of her situation. Yes, um, but like Erica's husband's crime is also just like so egregious. It's egregious. It's, it's uh, I mean, they're all bad, but it's obviously the worst one. So what far. do you make? Yes. Like, what do you make of? The claims now that he has Alzheimer's. It's like a really sad fucking defense if that's not the case. Like, how dare you kind of like manipulate that? But if it's true, it's also like that's so sad, like too, in a different, terrible way. Or is it dementia? I'm not quite Uh, sure what it was. But yeah, I mean, look, he's been running this game. Alzheimer's. He's been running this game for many years, so. Right. So it's like there's this, you know, evil version of him inside that's been scamming people. And then 
if it's if that is the case, then you have this kind of like man who's totally losing any sense of who he is or was and like does won't even like remember the crimes that he like it's kind of the perfect crime in a weird way for him like he's he doesn't have to suffer the consequences but like the mess he leaves behind is terrible and that's i mean there's a huge precedent for powerful men claiming claiming different impairments and disabilities uh Mm -hmm. to sort of yeah get off the hook later in life for their Decades of crime. So I, yeah, it's, um, it, I, I have empathy, obviously, if he has Alzheimer's, like I have that in my family, but it doesn't erase what he did. Um, no, it's yeah, just all. a shitty kind of situation if that's the case. Yeah. And there's a lot of precedent for, you know, claiming that. Yeah. To get out of. Um, yeah. That like some, seriously. Some puppets. Because I think that the, the California state bar is not two sold on that diagnosis from what I read. So. Yeah. D- don't you have to renew your license and take the test again? Like. How frequently? Again, this is why we have to take the baby bar, but pretty frequently. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know, man. He's, it, he was still running a business, like, and and this dates back to many years ago, so not compelling. Yeah, it's just, it's all pretty damning to have Erica in her extravagant lifestyle talking about how much she pays the, her glam squad and everything. Like, so they're selling their house and... And well, no, they're not selling their house. Sorry, their house was taken in order to pay off some of his debts. And Erica repoed. Yeah, Erica asked if she could have like five hundred k from that, and they were like, "Nah." And now she's posting hypersexual Instagram posts to cope. (laughs) She's been doing that for a while now. Yeah. She'll literally just like post a super Photoshop photo of her face and be like, somebody lick my butthole. <laughs> Queen. Her face is terrifying. I mean, the levels of face tune. I mean, once you walk through that hall of mirrors and you lose touch with like your baseline reality of like what your face looks like. It's like Khloe Kardashian this week, the, that, yeah. the drama of her and her. And Kim's stripping the internet of that picture of Chloe's like body that her grandmother posted, and it was like so normal looking. Right. Yeah. Like As she's a, to... she's a human being. Yeah. But Erica, that's just the sad thing is that Erica's so hot. So Erica, like Erica's hot. Like lay off the fucking face tune, bro. I know. But I'm looking forward to seeing her being like actually vulnerable. Um and to actually, like, okay, sell us on the fact that you didn't know that your husband was doing that. Because you're not as dumb as Teresa is. And I don't even think Teresa's as dumb as Teresa is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I think, like what you said, she's going to sell us um, this line. And so I don't, you know, I don't. There's not a lot of trust between me and Erica. 
Um, I'm sorry. Who were you talking about in personal terms last week? I can't remember who it was (laughs) about your journey together. But yeah, I don't have a lot of trust for Erica. I haven't ever seen a lot of vulnerability. I'll believe it when I see it, but I have a feeling it is highly orchestrated. Um, And that can be enjoyable in its own right, but we'll see. Yeah, it is. It is yet to be seen. So soon enough. Um, Okay, so actually, just while we're talking about like people being disbarred and all that kind of stuff, Frank Catania, Dolores Catania's ex-husband. Yeah. um, Yeah, he was disbarred for practicing law in 2017 for the knowing misappropriation of client and escrow funds, which entailed conduct involving dishonesty, fraud, deceit, or misrepresentation. So anyway, Frank got disbarred, which makes me really sad for him. What a huge accomplishment to just get, like, stripped of. Like, that's very sad. These are making me very sad. Sorry, we should move on to the happier ones. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Wasn't, I think there were stories out that he spent a lot of the money on like cocaine and hookers yep, and, and cool. on, and on his boat, which very we, boat saw, <laughs> we watched tonight, the very boat that we saw the cast, you know, s- sit on this evening, which was called boats and, and hose boats and babes. But yeah, is it boats and hose? I hate it. I hate it. Um, both, remember, both when, rem- house. remember when Sonia um, was, she had two. Wait, Sonia, that movie, she gave the money. She couldn't pay the money. So they sued her for fraud. Yeah, she, Poor and Sonia. That's, that's where all of her financial troubles really set in, I think. Yeah. yeah, she was out millions of dollars, you know, based on a producer credit on a movie or something. Like she didn't actually back the film when she said she was going to or something like that. She also said she was funding a Nigerian soccer team. Like she, I feel like she, she, prob- she probably got scammed by Jen Shaw. I think she would invest in anything on a dime. I think that's exactly what happened. I'll, I'll never actually forget that reunion. And she had like a scarf around her neck and she was like, yeah. And I'm sponsoring a, I think it was like an Italian, was it Nigerian? I don't remember. But she was like, and I'm doing that. And everyone was like, Sonia, no. Um, so I don't, I think she really is truly innocent enough to naive enough to kind of get wrapped up in that. And like, she loves artists. So all it takes is a handsome man. I'm sure to take her money away from her. Um, and she's desperate to make her own money and she just can't for the life of her do it. I know she cannot turn her fame and goodwill into a dollar. It is century 21. It's truly beyond her, and it makes me sad. I wonder how much she makes on Housewives. I feel like it must be, like, good enough. Yeah, it was a Nigerian soccer team, a.k.a. football team. Oh, it was? Okay. 
Yeah. So remember when um, those paparazzi were chasing Dorit around the pool? Amazing scammer moment. Schadenfreude. 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 And I'm sorry, it wasn't paparazzi. It was like a lady with a phone who was like, you owe me money. You owe me a million dollars, bitch. And Dorit looked so cute and last in like in that little with her hair braided like that. Um the show never addressed that moment. Unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah, they had it on camera filming the season. Dorit got accosted by someone who was like, You owe me five hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And they didn't air it. I mean, the distrust is real in Beverly Hills. That was – the season after is when they did kind of start to, like, break the fourth wall a little bit, and we got to see a little peek in there, but we still never really got in there. And I'm sorry, between Dorit's accent and PK, like, PK just kind of screams scammer in his own right. Um they look like actual cartoon villains sometimes. And, but I also don't really like, yeah, I think they're just scammers. But like, think, good for them. I think Beverly Hills is the largest haven of scammers, that franchise. Um, I read somewhere about like, LVP had been accused of starting a bunch of her, of the own, like fires that happened in her restaurants. Yes, yeah, she has had multiple house. she's had multiple fires that are handily covered by her insurance. Yeah. Questionable. No one goes to those piece of shit restaurants. Like I mean they, they do now because of the show. But those places I the worst cocktail I've ever had in my life was at Pump. Disgusting. When I come visit, we're going to all of them. So get ready. I mean, I will gladly go to any of those sham businesses and spend my real coin. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Well, but I've those, never been. Those and places I'm dying are terrible. My cousin, he saw they. He went. He was at one of them. I forget which one. And he sent me a picture of Ken Todd, and I died. He was like, "This is a very exciting moment of my life." I was the, the ghost of Ken Todd. I know. I was like, "Oh my god, he, he does exist." Um, um, oh, I have here, um, Kyle is fraudulent at pretending to be fulfilled by Maurice. He will never emotionally fulfill you. Yeah, that's just a a funny little joke to myself. Um, remember when Vicky's husband, Brooks, had cancer? Oh my god, the ultimate scam that went beyond- Beyond the realm of the monetary. Mm -hmm. We entered the realm of health scams. Like, that's low, man. Even though and he then, still maintains that it, it, it was real. And then Vicky turned it into a monetary and started, like, she was a paid spokesperson for, like, a cancer insurance situation. <laughs> yep, sounds about right for Vicky. I wanna, I'm curious to see more about where Vicky's career is headed in the next few years. I think it's I think it's entirely continuing to sell insurance and continuing to do cruises where she's like come hang out with Vicky for 4 days cuz she was doing that a lot before yeah. the pandemic. 
Yeah, true, true. Okay. Like Vicky Gumbelson Cruise Weekend. Okay, first of all, I'm in. <laughs> Second of all, no. If I needed insurance or wanted to sell insurance, maybe. It sounds like a super spreader event or like a great place to plan an insurrection. That's probably where it got its first round of funding. Um, so maybe I don't want to go. But like, I think I imagine Vicky would be fun to get drunk with is all I'm saying. I used to what love Vicky. Um, I know. Trust me. I, I, I know where you're coming from, but I still think that she would be fun to get drunk with. Uh, I'm just saying I agree. I really, when OC was in its heyday, like, I loved her. I know. R.I.P. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. Um, um, Okay. Actually, one of my favorite kind of ones that I came across was this whole story about how Taylor Armstrong is like a grifter. Makes sense. Tell me more. So apparently her, okay, so she was on Watch What Happens Live once and Andy caught, like, it turns out that her real name isn't Taylor. Her real name is Shanna. And she was on Watch What Happens Live and Andy was like, oh, Taylor's, Taylor was actually my last name. So that's what everybody used to call me. Da, 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 da. But then it turns out that her real last name was Hughes. So, like, Taylor is literally pulled from, like, out of nowhere. Um, so her name was, like, Shanna Hughes, not Taylor. And then, obviously, Armstrong ended up being her last name. Um, but, like, she, she had introduced herself. Like, she kind of lied about who she was to Russell Armstrong and, like, his business associates when they – yeah, when, when they first met. And – she kind of like was keeping that lie alive and then it pointed out like a bunch of times where she was like adrian's a really old good friend of mine she's kennedy's godmother and it was pointed like a few different times that she said that and then it was at the reunion andy was like so are you her godmother and adrian was like actually like i'm not and we've only been friends for like three years, Taylor. Like, like usually that's oh. reserved for somebody in your family. Like, I don't feel comfortable as much as I love Kennedy. I don't feel comfortable being the godmother. And like, just like really, like really made me think about a lot of stuff as much as I know whatever was happening to her was fucking nuts. Right. With her husband. And talk yeah. about also a scammer, but I, I don't really want to get into it. But he was obviously that's part of the reason he did what he did, um, is because he got caught money wise. Um, so yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. I, I love a grifter, yeah. I mean, it makes me think about Taylor's friend Dana Wilkie. Oh, yeah. Flexing about her $27,000 sunglasses. $25,000 sunglasses. Um, yeah, she got, she went, she served probation. I forget. I read an article about whatever happened to her and it was, she ended up turning herself in. What was it for? 
you know, there's some honorable mentions like the housewives that snuck into Obama's state dinner. Oh my God. Yeah. The Salahis, iconic event event based scam. Event based scamming is also something that would probably work on me because if someone walks in someplace confidently enough, I'm a goner. Yeah, totally. No, if someone was like, I have tickets to the state dinner at the White House, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, how'd you get in? Okay. Okay, that, that's how we would get scammed by. It's also how I, I would scam housewives. too. Like, I feel like if you do walk in any place confidently enough, you can totally get away with it. Oh, yeah. I've snuck into events for sure. Events, movies. Yeah, totally. Well, well, there's there are so many more housewives who have been who are scammers have been fraudulent frauds. Um, that wraps up my list for right now, though, and it might just wrap up this episode. Yeah, I think the list is too long. I mean, I think a takeaway here is the scammers are everywhere. Scammers and, scam. and we have to keep our eyes open. We do, and I think and the feds are watching. I was gonna say, like, I really want the job of working in the FBI housewives like unit because the Venn diagram of criminals and housewives is really a circle. <laughs> it's really quite a circle. Yeah. Well, we have come full circle. That we have. Um, looking forward to hearing more about what's happening with Jen Shaw. Hoping any day now Mary Cosby will be, you know, indicted for similar charges. Yeah. And I just want to say we officially have an email where you can email us your thoughts, your hot tips, your hot topics. Hot topics. So send us an email at bbfbpod at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us tonight, you fuckers. Bye, fuckers. We're out. Having two fabulous pair of sunglasses? (laughs) Yep. Um, I don't know. It was either like fraud or... The classic housewives. Money laundering. Like That's really all I've got, yeah. Fraud, money laundering, embezzlement. Well, there was something okay. else that like went roughly to jail for that kind of stuff. But yeah. Bravo, bravo, bravo. 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 bravo.